we're not dead. Nope, not yet. If not you yet. bet that we were be, would be, that was a smart bet. It was, because all, by all means, you should have been right. But here you, we are. Oh, uh, you can't fucking kill us. We're like Ishii. He just don't die. He just, he just didn't die. Um. So, as you can read titles, this is our very late um, G1 USA special. Uh, not really a review because we're not gonna get super in depth, but like impressions, vlog, exper- exper- experience log. Yeah, I guess that's not a vlog because vlogs really are a... like by definition a video. <laughs> it's not really a vlog because it's not a video log. Yeah, just a general log. Uh, before we get into that, real quick, I'm just gonna say sorry. It's been so long since the last thing. I've been crazy busy. Um, I went to California, Yeah. hence how this happened. We were originally planning on recording after each night, which would have been cool. However, I am extremely introverted and got so fucking tired being at the shows. Yeah. Um, it was great. Spoilers for our review, it was great. But I got so tired. I can't deal with being around that many people for that long and then do it putting energy into something else. I, oh. Yeah, it, just, it was it was really fun, but oh boy, were we tired. Yeah, um, so that's why we didn't record earlier. And then I flew back into Washington, where I live, and immediately moved. So I've been moving for like all the time, essentially since the G1 special. Um, I literally just got set up like a day or two ago, and so we're going to record this. To give you a time frame of where this is in New Japan, our poor sweet baby Daryl just died. Oh, yeah, I saw that today. Yeah. I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. I was actually trying, like, considering buying a Daryl, like, a day ago. <laughs> the thing is, though, on Amazon, they're charging, like, 80 bucks for them, because I think they realize all of a sudden a bunch of people are buying them for some reason. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I just charge more. <laughs> Um, my theory is New Japan's gotta make, like, they gotta make Takahashi something that's a New Japan product. Something proprietary, you know? Because yeah. yeah. you're gonna make something, like, give it a person out and have people like it. Be something you can sell. <laughs> um, or they're just gonna get rid of him, he's gonna move on to another thing, like when he had Mr. Belt. Or the little posable dolls he had, or whatever. I think he just switches it up all the time, just be wacky. But it's fun. I'm glad I at least got to see Daryl in person yeah. before the sad. Or baby Daryl. Yeah. We were there. We were there for the G1 that wasn't the G1. We were there for the G1? <laughs> Special USA, go America. Go ass. Yeah, go ass. <laughs> so. Anyway, um, we should start talking about that. Yeah, well, I'm going to go into... I got really excited during um, Wrestle Kingdom with Threaded Yellow when I saw that the shows were going to be in Long Beach because um, Nick actually lives in um, California area. In I don't know if it has... Yeah, that area. Me. The area but, of California. Well, I'm leaving up to you if you want to get more specific. You want to give out your home address? <laughs> I mean, you can just say L.A. That's still really big. <laughs> he lives in that L.A. area, you know, the... I don't know. But basically, he lives there. I grew up there. That's how we met. Um, Mm -hmm. So making a trip down there, going to Long Beach, not that hard. 
so I was really excited. Trips down to LA are not too pricey on my end. Um, so we went, I tried to buy tickets. They sold out immediately. Yep. Um, later I complained on Twitter and someone propositioned me, not for sex, but for tickets. For sex? <laughs> See, tickets of wrestling, uh, which I promptly snatched up. <laughs> Good save. Thanks. And then the the night before I, or the day, actually the time of the night, the day before I left, like an hour before I was getting on my plane, I decided to look on Twitter again and see, hey, maybe someone else is offering up some Sunday night tickets and we can just, why not? And I found someone selling them at asking value, which, which was is crazy. great. So we ended up doing two nights. And they were actually super Which was awesome. Seats. If not, oh, they were really good seats. We were like right by the ramp, uh, hard cam side, uh, not hard the side of the hard cam, not the side the hard cam can see. Yeah. Um, you can't, I don't think you can see us. On I don't, but I, I checked. I don't think we were ever visible. Nah, but it was visible to our hearts. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that's a little setup. Uh, Nick, what was it like entering the show? All right. It was kind of, well, when, once we got there, it was like, keep in mind, this is like my first wrestling show. Yeah. Um, everyone was wearing Bullet Club shirts. <laughs> Too sweet. Too sweet. <laughs> Too but sweet. It was just a, like, if you don't know anything about wrestling and you saw just a <laughs> bunch of people, a bunch of like old, older white people, white people with just cl- black t shirts that say Bullet Club on them, with a skull and machine guns. <laughs> it's not. It's not the most welcoming look. No, no, and then every once in a while you see someone that has a rainmaker and a bunch of money on it. Oh, oh yeah. Before before I continue with that, I showed up. This is before we went to the first show. I showed up at Seamus's place, and oh he had, yeah, he had. I got Nick. To, a, I, <laughs> he had something to give me. I got Nick a very special wrestle present. It was. It was a, he tossed it at me once he got it from upstairs. It was a t-shirt. And yeah. hang on, I'm going to pull it out because I have it right oh, here. Damn. I'm going to read nice. it. Nice. Okay. <clears throat> TNA since 2002. <laughs> and wait, wait, on, Nick, read the back. Yeah, read the back. On the back, it says... Ten years of total nonstop action wrestling. So for those of you who are bad at math, <laughs> the number you will reach there is that shirt was made in 2012. Yeah. They are still selling them at an incredibly reduced price and are not out of any size. <laughs> because no one wants them five years later. No one wants them. It's the worst worst time in wrestling. It just says TNA. So if you don't know wrestling, it just looks like a shirt that says tits and ass 2002, bro. Yeah, the sense isn't even that clear. It just looks like TNA 2002. And even if you understand, like, you read the sense, it's like, what, you've been, like, fucking? Is that a shirt since when you've been fucking? Or what is that? It's It's a bad shirt. Yeah, so I got us matching shirts. There are podcasting shirts. Yeah. It's, <laughs> if we ever have like a panel or something, we'll just be wearing oh, that. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta. People gotta know since 2002. Since 2002. It's not even good wrestling. I was yelling at our, our friend uh, Brandon the, like, the other day about there is so much about TNA that I actually genuinely love. 
Like, there's some stuff I find fantastic. But 2002, not one of those times. <laughs> this is the stuff we have to suffer through to get to the stuff that'll make me lose my mind in, the, in a good way. Yeah. Like, like fucking Shark Boy and Curry Man. I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> I love them so much. I have no attachments, so this is going to be a ride for me. Anyway. Oh, God, they're great. We um, should get back to New Japan. So, we're there. Yeah. Yeah. Ton, tons of tons of Cody shirts too, which surprised me. He was way more popular than I thought he would be. He's a he's about as popular as I thought he'd be, considering like he's had a lot of crossover with the fighting game community. I saw a bunch of people who were like clearly from the fighting game community there. Well, no, Cody, not Omega. Oh, Cody. Cody, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, Omega, Omega, I expected to be that popular because he's like having the best matches ever had right now. Yeah, like. He's but, doing really well. Yeah, Cody. No, there's like no. a lot of Cody shirts. It's kind of like, huh? I, I didn't think the American See, I Nightmare. I don't remember was that any popular. of the Cody shirts. That's why I like immediately went to Omega in my mind. Yeah, that, I mean the Omega one. Here's the thing: Omega had unique shirts that were clearly just Omega shirts, and then he had Bullet Club Omega shirts. Cody's shirts mm-hmm. were the Bullet Club shirts that just have an American flag on them, and they say American Nightmare underneath or something. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, so I guess it's more leaning on the on the Bullet Club aspect of it, but I don't know. Cody was was more over than I thought he would be, and then at other times not as over as as. Yeah. In the night two, uh, there's a fun there's some fun shit. Yeah. Uh, fun fun thing about the wrestling show and its location, it was right next to this like playing card convention of a game I, that I've never heard no, of. It was multiple products, right? Multiple properties? Was it? I thought it was just one. It was really unclear. We went in and walked around during our mission. Yeah. I it was unclear. It, was <laughs> it, it, oh, man, they were nerds. And not like... I, we were in a room with like thousands of, of wrestling nerds. And these people were nerds. And yeah, somehow it was... Uh... But it, it was also the, happening at the same time AX was. Which is uh, Los Angeles Anime Expo, which is like one of the bigger anime conventions. Yeah, it's in the one country. of the bigger ones, if not the biggest. Yeah, it was just weird that it, like if this thing was happening, I guess people could theoretically come and do both, but this one was really sad. And in in Long Beach, which is a good drive away, like you couldn't really easily do both AX and this in the same day. It was just weird. I also thought that maybe New Japan should have promoted it AX some. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I know I know the show it, sold out, but like do a panel or something. Yeah. You know, something to like, kind of, kind of boost it. Yeah, bo- signal boost. I, I think they could totally get with doing some kind of panel or or something like that. Yeah. I mean, they're there anyways, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe New Japan doesn't actually because they come from Japan. They're not interested in the anime market as much, but they have their own anime actually. Yeah. Yeah, they, like they could, totally could have got like Tiger Mask W to do a whole thing there. You know. Yeah. And since Tiger Mask W is Ibushi, I mean, Ibushi's now back, but um, you could have had, like, a, a, a DDT Everywhere style match where they just kind of wrestle around the convention for, like, five minutes. They get in a hall, throw some stuff. I don't know. It doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. Just freeform thought. Anyways, the, 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 uh, once we got into the, into the venue, it basically is a convention hall turned into a venue the stage setup was pretty good unfortunately the ring setup and the chairs was not that great um yeah it was about 16 like, rows back but they had no risers yeah it was all flat all the way through which caused 
plenty of visibility issues, especially for someone shorter like myself. Yeah, or even like even if you're tall and you're in the back, as soon as anyone stands up, you can't see anything. It's what actually led to uh, in night two. There's a whole uh, time where Omega and Ishii are fighting outside the ring, and we just couldn't see anything for five minutes. And they didn't turn on the screen for some reason, which was really frustrating. Yeah, um, did lead to a funny chant of "This sounds awesome," which <laughs> yeah, was pretty good. But this it was sounds awesome was fun. Yeah. But it was just kind of frustrating because it's like, why, why isn't the screen on? Um, we have no way of seeing what's happening right now. Uh, but yeah. So the first couple matches are just kind of the big old... Night, in night one, we had our, our just, you know, I guess night two as well, but we'll start with night one. We had our big, big old group tag matches. We had Bullet Club uh, versus just some Chaos members. Uh, I think we're just going to kind of move through the, anything that wasn't really important. Because it yeah. isn't a full thing. We had Los Ingenables, uh, with We had some Dragon Lee, Liger, Titan, and Vold- Voldor Jr. I I really liked what we got at Takahashi and Dragon Lee. I was just disappointed we didn't get a singles between them. Because I would have lost my mind at that. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, they went at each other for like a minute when they were going. But I, I just really wanted more of them. Because they have, they have some fiery matches that are pretty great. Um, the crowd was, was hot as hell for fucking everything on the whole show. Oh yeah, the crowd, well, there's, there's a couple things that they weren't so hot on, but generally they were really, <laughs> they, they were, were still hot, they just, <laughs> just in the wrong way. We can, we can say they were hot and bothered for those things. Oh. <laughs> too, too much ass for one uh, man. Uh, we got our, we got our first, <laughs> our first, uh, United States match, of Lethal vs. Page. It was pretty good. I just think people weren't super into it because it was too, for all intents and purposes, American guys who... I think a lot of people are flying in to see the show who go to a lot of shows more regularly. And so they've seen these people quite a bit. And they're just kind of like, I want to see the, the the special attraction of guys I can only see in New Japan. Yeah. Um, which kind of was kind of a problem throughout both nights, but it was still yeah. really strong. Yeah, the show overall was really great. Like, I don't have any complaint can really be wiped away with it was a fu- fucking great show to watch and it was super fun to be there live. Yeah. But, um, there, yeah, there's a couple things like that with just the, the insertion of, of Americans into high-level matches for the seeming only, only reason being that they're American. And the show wasn't sold on... Well, the, sh- the show was, was sold out before anyone knew the car. People were just excited to see New Japan. They wanted to see... Like, New Japan guys versus each other. But it was still good. Um, so around this Hey Man Page match, a really annoying guy showed up behind us. Mm, yeah. I mean, he was there, but he only got really annoying at this point. I think he was eating before then. But, yeah, he, like, he was just being really, um, this is going to sound make me sound fucking elitist as fuck, and I don't care. He, he was being very jokey. And very talk downy about the wrestling, um, which just frustrated me. It just took me out of the matches. Very, very like just kind of like, oh yeah, that really hurt. My it's, problem, my problem with him is that he was always really very loud, loud. and yeah. it was it wasn't like every once in a while a guy like screams, "Let's go, someone!" or yeah. something like that. Well, and, and he was and just the, like yeah. constantly doing it for the sake of doing it, and it got and it was just like this constant loud. Constant loud bombardment, obnoxious, and then obnoxious. I, and then eventually I'm just like, oh, okay, I can't, yeah, I can't deal with this anymore. 
basically three matches into a nine-match show, we both ended up getting up and just standing in the back of the... We, we were only two rows back in the back, so it wasn't too bad, but we just ended up standing for the rest of the night yeah. um, to avoid the guy, which wasn't ideal, but it was better than being there with... It was just... It was just annoying. Um, and comparatively, though, night two, we were behind some really loud dudes, but it was incredibly fun. Yeah. Because I think part of it is, is just they had this this passion and they were getting into it. Like, they were yelling almost the same thing, but with a completely different tone. They weren't, like, yelling, oh, yeah, that really hurt and looking down on it. They really wanted someone to win, you know? Yeah. They weren't they going, were... ha-ha, this is dumb and fake. They were invested, whereas the other guy clearly wasn't, and he was clearly just trying to be funny to his friends. Yeah. I, yeah. And it just made all the difference. Like, one of the guys was yelling kind of jokey stuff, but jokey in the way where he wanted someone to win. Like, uh, he really liked he really liked Omega. Um, yeah. So, like, someone would get Omega in the, in the corner, there's, there's punch him in the corner, and he'd yell at them for cheating, which they're clearly not, so it's funny, but it comes from a place of he wants Omega to fucking win. <laughs> yeah. Like, or Omega would cheat, and he's like, yeah, it's being smart. Like, he's just, he's getting into it. And that made it so much fun, because me and him would, like, almost every time cheering for the opposite person, but both kind of just playing off each other, kind of just, not like we're doing a fucking stand-up routine, but just both putting that energy out there, and it was a really fun love of wrestling kind of thing, not like a, fuck you, we're gonna win. Their energy was, like, working together because you really were enjoying what was happening. Yeah, yeah, it's fun to have that, that... To the battling sides in a way. Um, yeah. But so yeah. we ended up standing for the rest of the night and our feet fucking hurt at the end. Um, but there was also a bunch of like actual um, like wrestlers and stuff in the back of the crowd, which is kind of fun to look at them. Tiger Hattori yeah. was back there. Uh, people like that. That was neat. So after our uh, our lethal page match, we had some some Zack Saber Jr. and Juice Robinson. I I love Juice Robinson. He's I love Juice too. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's so juicy. He's so juicy. Um, it was fun because people are really getting into Juice, and it's just really good to see him like flourishing. He's getting really good. Yeah, um, which was great. He I'm was not doing a huge some really fun stuff. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Saber. Um, other people are. He won. He the, the ending was great. Like I was, I was yelling for juice the whole time. Um, it was a great, it was a great finish. But I don't, I don't like Saber. He's so skinny. He's so skinny. He's so skinny. The submission man. He, yeah, you need muscle to submit someone. How do you have you seen wrestlers? <laughs> They're literally just muscle. Just big old heaps of muscles. They are! Brock Lesnar's a wrestler. That's what submission looks like. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, After that, we had JY and Taguchi Japan without Taguchi. Versus Nick's favorite, the Hunter Club. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The Tempura Boys. Hunter Club. (laughs) Nick. How much did people like Yoshitatsu? Oh boy, that's not the word I'd use for it. No? Well, no. Th- how much did they like Billy Gunn? <laughs> Even less. <laughs> so oh funny. my god, Yoshitatsu had his own merch table. Okay, the line for the merch table was like a 90-minute line all night. We didn't get it, anything. It was, okay, to put it in perspective, it looped around the table like three times, and then it went 
past the actual ring and all the way yeah. out the door. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Except for the sponges. The sponges... <laughs> the sponge merch table usually didn't have much of a line. And you know what had less of a line? <laughs> the Yoshitatsu merch table. With someone sitting there, I, I have to assume they're related to him in some way, with Yoshitatsu 8x10s and... Signed, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. That makes them worth more? <laughs> and Hunter Club shirts that yeah. no one ever bought. No one got in line. No one bought any. It was depressing. We were joking with people about it later. Yes! It was an ongoing joke at the venue about how no one wanted Hunter Club shit. And they come out and everyone hates them. Everyone hates them. Because in the eyes of the fans... Billy Gunn is taking up the spot that could be, like, for a really cool Intercontinental title match with, with Tanahashi. Instead, we got fucking Billy Gunn. Yeah. And Yoshitatsu's and, just there, and he's not that great, and he's friends with Billy Gunn, so fuck him. And he was just bad. Yeah. He was just so bad. I felt really bad for the Tempora Boys, because they were getting booed by proxy, and the Tempora Boys are good. Yeah. Uh, it, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But basically, anytime they did anything, Billy Gunn got massive booze. And he kind of fucked up everything. It was... There was, like... There were times when he was, like, doing stuff and he clearly fucked up. Like, yeah. Like, it was... It was... It was just so apparent. Oh, I heard a funny thing. He's like, so everyone chanted, you fucked up. And the, um, the Japanese... I think it was the announcers... Could, didn't fully understand the chant because they didn't understand why people wouldn't be chanting for one competitor or the other. Yeah. They didn't understand what this other chant was. Like, why would you just chant at them? What, like, which fair, it's dumb. I think it personifies American fans a bit. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I would but, like to quickly talk about commentary while we're on that. Sure. Um, apparently, I just bof- bumped Josh Barnett. We're, we're basically friends now. Yeah. Um, apparently the, US, the uh, English yeah. commentary was... Not good. Well, there was a whole drama about it because um, they got Josh Barnett and Jim Ross, who are the, um, the Access TV guys, because this was an event put on by Access, but New Japan wanted the New Japan English commentators, uh, Don Callis and Kevin Kelly. Um, and part of the problem yeah. is... So, JR and Josh Barnett, they watch matches specifically picked out, cherry-picked for access. So, they're not seeing a lot of the undercard, and they don't know a lot of the undercard guys. Because they don't show up in these matches, you know? Because they only watch, like, two or three matches, or the, the, the main event stuff, the title matches most of the time. Um, so, they didn't know those guys, and they didn't know their moves, they didn't know Lethal's um, signature spots. Just a lot of stuff like that. I heard it wasn't that great. Um, from what I listened to, it wasn't that good. Just, yeah, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Don Cows and Kevin Kelly. I don't really mind them. Uh, whenever we watch New Japan, we usually watch Japanese commentary because they get so into it. Because, yeah, in general, we have no idea what they're talking about, but they scream a yeah. lot when crazy stuff happens. Well, then they say some words in English, and then we both just parrot them back <laughs> every time. <laughs> Suplex. 
suplex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, oh, that juice! It really, something, something, something. it really helps. Juice. It's, <laughs> but they just get so much emotion in it. Um, yeah, food which is just fun, fun to listen to. It 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 really hypes a match when people are yelling about being invested in it. After that, we got an intermission, so we went outside and got some food off a truck. Yeah, they had those little octopus dumpling balls. They were weird. It was my first time having them. Not bad, but, you know, they're all right. Yeah. I had a cheesesteak. A, a Japanese fusion cheesesteak. Yeah. They were actually pretty good. I had one, too. Um, it, was, it was pretty decent. I like, I like fusion food off trucks. It's usually good. We got back just in time to catch War Machine... Versus Grills of Destiny in a like in a street fight. It's pretty cool. We were kind of distracted through eating food, but from what we saw, it was cool. Yeah, they hit people stuff and put a guy through a table. It was fun. Um, after that, we had Ishii versus Naito, which was great. Yeah, because I love him. Was... Oh man, oh, it was man. great. Man, Ishii versus Naito. I love Ishii. So I love good. him so much. This is a prevailing um, theme throughout the ni- throughout the nights. Yeah, Ishii won, and it was great, and I loved it. <laughs> um, Omega beat Elgin, and it was also a really good match. Oh yeah, um, that was just really solid. They went kind of crazy, and there were a lot of like, "That's got to be the end," and then it wasn't. And you're like, "Damn, I thought it would be." Proves uh, me wrong. Yeah, you fucking got me. Uh, then we had, oh, at the, for the main event, Okada versus Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Because they, they do the whole thing where he's yeah, only his first I, name, I but she's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's clever. A lot of stalling by Cody. Um, the story was actually pretty good because no one wanted, like, for as much as people were fans of Bullet Club and had Cody shirts and stuff, everyone, everyone loved Okada. Yeah, um, how can you not? Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. But, like, so the story of the match was essentially no one wanted Cody to win, and then Kenny came down with the towel, like, in um, the Dominion match, like, Cody did for him, and there's a whole drama with that. Yeah. Uh, Whereas, it really felt like they were leading to, like, a, a turn at the end of the night two. Yeah. Speaking of but, which, night two. Yeah. Um, we got more Jushin Thunder Liger, which was fun just to, to cheer for Thunder Liger. Everyone so. fucking loves Thunder Liger. Dude, how do you not love Thunder Liger? He invented the Shooting Star Press and being a fucking badass. Yeah. He's a real-life Power Ranger, but cool. It was just he, he, it was just nice in person to, like, be there as people fucking went crazy for anything that Liger did. Yeah, yeah. It was... I mean, you were also next to me, and I was yelling about everything Liger did. <laughs> like, yeah. at the show 10 Palm, I was like, show 10 Palm! And I think, like... <laughs> At least no one else in our section was really like going crazy, but I was like, yeah, he did the thing with the palm. I know the thing. <laughs> um, right after that, the opener there, we got um, we got some, some more uh, of the tournament matches because I need to do them now so then you can do the main event later. We had uh, Omega vs. Lethal, which was good. Omega worked the injury the whole time. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, you know? it was solid. Um yeah, Ishii versus Zack Saber was pretty solid though. That that one was pretty into it because whenever Saber tried to punch him, Ishii would just knock him to the fucking ground. And there was some great like 
Ish, like uh, Saber tried to repeat the finish that he did on Juice, and Ishii fought out of it. Um, it was good. Like, yeah. and, and you really buy it because from watching the first night, you're like, oh, he's got to submit here. You know, but then he, he didn't. Ishii is just a happy. fucking big, strong man with no neck. He's not though. He's so small. He's he's a thick, strong man. Not exactly. There thick. we go. No, but like he has that big presence. Yeah. He yeah, thick is good. He, it's, he's a like okay, solid. The the comparison that's made like with his own uh, Titantron to the bulldog. Yeah, stone stone pit stone pit or pitbull. Yeah, pitbull. That's a good one. Wait. Yeah, I think it's Stone Pitbull. Stone Bulldog. Now you got me... Damn, now I'm not sure. I but yeah. Yeah, because he, he has no neck. He's just stalled and made of stone. And he always walks with his shoulders all the way up to his ears. Yeah. And then he just clobbers the fuck out of people. And it's great. <laughs> um, we had a little bit more of the, um, the CMLL guys and Juicy Juice. Mm-hmm. Versus the uh, Los Ingenables. Uh We got a little more of the Dragon Lee. Uh, Takahashi still wanted more, but it was fun. Uh, we got a, a Bullet Club versus just kind of uh, Elgin and War Machine. Um, this one... Wait. Oh, no, I'm thinking of the later match. Yeah, this is just kind of a... This is a tag match. What was interesting is um, Paige got the pin on... I don't remember which War Machine, but one of the machines. And then he basically... Wants a title shot, which he's going to get at, I think, the finals of G1. Um, it was just surprising that he he picked up the pen because he also doesn't have an established partner. So, mm-hmm. that'll be interesting. I'm assuming it'll be Fale. I feel like that would fit with War Machine, right? Like a Fale in there. They're all big. After that, oh, this match was fucking insane. Um, what match? The uh, the junior tag titles of the Young Bucks versus Rapunky Vice. Oh yeah, that match was yeah. great. They um, where they busted out the Herbert Meltzer driver because Dave Meltzer's dad had died recently, and basically the Young Bucks promised that they would hit a super duper Meltzer driver in honor of his dad, and so the whole match was them just setting up for more convoluted and insane Meltzer drivers until they finally basically hit one from the post to the floor, which was fucking insane. Yeah, and at the same time, uh. W- like, as they did the driver, another guy drop-kicked him into it. Oh, no, that is just the Meltzer driver. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a drop-kick. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. It was... It's just it's a spike pile. It's a spike tombstone. Yeah. Um, but with a flip and a fucking... It was crazy. Whole match was just insane. They were all being insane and trying to kill them, kill themselves and each other by just flying into stuff. Yeah. But it was incredibly entertaining. Um, they, they played up the whole uh, thing where... It, I feel like the, the Rapungi Vice and Young Buck matches have often been Young Bucks take out one of them and then try and try and try and beat the other, but can't quite do it. Um, so they, they like power bomb Beretta on the on the stage, and then worked over uh, Romero for a good while. Um, mm-hmm. It was just it was just a fun flying match, really solid. Right after it, at the end. Uh, Fucking Ricochet jumps out. Yeah. Cuts a rock a promo. (laughs) Then does a dive. And basically said, like, hey, I wanted to be here, like, earlier, but some fucking lucha assholes won't let me. Basically referencing he can't do TV because of the um, lucha underground contract. Yeah. Um, Which, but basically him and, then he challenged the Young Bucks to a match with Taguchi. (laughs) 
Like, why would you pick Taguchi? But that'll that'll probably be fun. Taguchi can really run. The thing about Taguchi is he's not a bad wrestler. He just does dumb shit all the time. But in a way, I think he's really smart because he's keeping himself safe. You know, like <laughs> I don't know. But that that should be fun. That should be a fun uh, match. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I I enjoy Ricochet's work when I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be good. Um, then we got another Bullet Club tag of Fale, Cody, Skrull, and Yujiro Takahashi um, versus Chaos. Where we had the Briscoe Bros, Will Ospreay, and Okada. Hey, future Seamus here. I guess still in the past, but kind of the future compared to the Seamus you just heard. Essentially, Nick's uh, recording ate itself, and I was unable to jigsaw together a conversation of what I had, and we basically lost our description of the Okada tag match and the Tanahashi Billy Gun match. It's still my part, but it's kind of weird when you hear me saying, yeah, yeah, and then talking and then waiting for jokes that don't really happen so essentially okada tag was fun because everyone hated cody and they wanted the people to tag in and tanahashi billy gun was not fun because it just kind of sucked and it was dumb and as much as i love the ass man it it, it, just, it was it was a bad match we just we just walked around for it we did anything else um anyways after that we noticed our recording went bad and we made a new recording for the finals of the show and general thoughts. So if you stay tuned for another few minutes, everything should get back on track. Sorry about that. We're going to do better um, backup recordings in the future. Uh, thanks again for listening all you cutie patooties. See you later. So yeah, that match kind of sucked. Um, Nick, you know what didn't suck ass? What didn't suck ass? You gotta tell me. Kenny Omega versus Tomohiro Ishii. No, it did not. Oh my god. Oh boy. Lost my goddamn mind during that. Everyone lost their goddamn mind. It was crazy. It was great. This is the spot where Ishii... Omega's going to to Snapdragon Suplex Ishii through a table on the outside from the apron? Yeah. And they fight for, for like two minutes and it's so fucking intense. And then she bites onto the ropes to hold on. It's the craziest. And they just do it. <laughs> and they just still do it. I thought like Ishii was going to get out and Ishii would do a move to him. But no, they just still no. fucking did it. Just did it. The, the only name in the match was... They just want it. Yeah, oh, you fucking wanted it. You wanted it hard. Um, yeah, the only negative is just what we said earlier about it, how you couldn't see anything when they did crowd brawling, um, which is just, yeah, that was just bad production. It, basically, all the wrestling on the show was good to great. The production of the show was good, but not necessarily great. Yeah. Um, after the match, Omega did a whole promo about how every dream can be accomplished and every, every star has a rainbow. Um... And said basically that next year they want to come back and do even bigger arena, which would be cool. Like getting an actual arena would be pretty sick. And LA's got a ton of them, you know. Like, LA does have many arenas. Yeah, there's a lot of venues they could do. So 
I really think I'm hoping this is a good learning experience for New Japan, and that next year they'll have a, a, a bigger, um, a bigger setup. Uh, I think it was really important for this show to go well because it was a destination show. People flew out just to go see this show, and I, I, I had I thought it was worth it. I definitely thought it was worth it. But you needed people to think that so you can come back next year. They'll do it again. You know. Hear that, New Japan? We think that. Please come back. They're going to come back, dude. I they, know. Th- their goal is to expand to the U.S. and become a, U- um, a global property. Um, and, you know, that's part of why, why Kenny won. Is he, he, they see him as one of their more um, American yeah. stars, even though he's Canadian. Um, just, just he's, you know, he, he's remarkable to America more. And in a way, he, he, he kind of is, you know. Yeah. Bullet Club sure fucking is. Overall, the show was great. From Twitter, I heard all the I heard the wrestlers went to different restaurants and In and Outs, and they went to the Hard Rack Cafe, and all sorts of people were going like, "Oh, hey, I'm eating food with them." And I saw, I went, "That's cool. <laughs> I want to go be in a house now. I want to be away from people." So we ate Chinese food and watched uh, House Hunters, and it was pretty fun. And I played a little bit of Doom. Yeah, that was also fun. Doom's good. Doom's really good. Mm-hmm. All right. Match of the night. Nick. Of both nights or just like one night, one collective night? Match of the match, Nick. Uh, I would say Ishii versus Omega. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's nothing like, really that <laughs> you can't argue. Like, Cody versus Okada was okay. It was good, it was good. Like, so much of that was just Okada. Yeah. Young Bucks, uh, Rapongi Vice was pretty great. Um, Omega, Elgin was great. Uh, War Machine was pretty good in their, in their tournament match. Ishii and Naito was pretty great. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of great matches, but just the, the, the main event was the main event. And it was fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you get a chance to see New Japan, you should do it. Or don't. It might be easier for us to buy tickets. Oh, yeah, it was bad. It was very bad. Don't go. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening to our first escapade that wasn't TNA. I know you come here for that hot TNA action. Uh, And we will be back. We will be back very shortly. Yeah, we're going to get recording on the next thing pretty soon. This was just a fun little... It's part of why the episode's late, but we can kind of make an episode out of it. And We yeah. had fun, and hopefully you are doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's about that time we hit the old dusty trail and mosey on out of here for, for the wandering... Um, I'm running out of cowboy words. Dick, give me a cowboy word. I think it's I think it's about just about time that we hang up our New Japan watching eyes and go back to This is so bad. Nick, take back your back, cowboy go words. Back to, take go back to good old Jeff Jarrett. Uh a real American cowboy. Don't ask me to do fucking cowboy shit. I'm not good at this. (laughs)
Oh, sorry, I didn't know. I forgot that cowboy shit was one of those things you're not good at. How would I know that? Anyway. I don't fucking know. Anyway. For the wandering we'll gunmen. We'll um, see you when we talk about shitty TNA wrestling. I'm the... I'm the Sundance Kid. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Ah. This is probably none of this going in the episode. All, All of right. this is staying in. <laughs> Nick, tell tell the audience one of your biggest secrets. That's what we'll end on. We'll end on we'll end on big secrets. Yeah. Um. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Bye. I'm cutting all this. Bye. Thanks for watching. You did Listening, whatever. Bye. <laughs> you, you did it.